It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And while the supply chain outside is frightful, and there's going to be no Black Friday, there's still plenty to delight the e-commerce here. However, there's still Brexit, there's still COVID, and the supply chain is still in crisis. For the online seller, there are so many opportunities to grow. But how can you seize these moments when you can't even get stock? It's certainly harder to deck the halls when the shelves are empty. I'm Gareth Martin. And I'm Catherine Shepherd. And this is How to Be an E-Commerce Ear. Hello and welcome back to the E-Commerce Ear podcast brought to you by Tradebridge. We're joined in the studio today by Stephanie Fokoviak. Hello, I'm Stephanie Fokoviak and I am president of Tradebridge in France. Today, we're going to discuss the six burning issues facing e-commerce ears in 2022. But before we do, reflecting on 2021, Kathy, what's been the biggest story in e-commerce this year? I think for me, it's probably Freedom Day. In July, we thought everyone was going to go back to normal. Everyone was going to return to work. But in reality, no one's habits changed. It's crazy how much our economy depends on people wanting to go to work. And that continued reliance on online shopping for the e-commerce year is great. But when you have no stock to sell, how do you seize those opportunities? Yeah, I think it's important to recognize that COVID didn't stop on Freedom Day. And I think the attitude towards COVID shopping, being in public spaces, and of course, therein lies the opportunity for e-commerce. But it's been still tremendously impactful on everything from production, manufacturing, procurement, fulfillment. You know, for me, the biggest story of the year is the fact that COVID is still the biggest story of the year. We asked Stephanie for her take on 2021. 2021, uh, we all came into 2021 thinking the COVID crisis was behind us and we'd get back to normal and you know things would, would move forwards. What's happened is that I believe um, that we've seen even more acceleration in 2021 for e-commerce than we did in 2020. 2020, we understood because a lot of physical stores were closed and it was pretty much the only way people could get hold of whatever it is that they wanted to get hold of. I think what that did was create new habits, a new awareness of what uh, e-commerce can bring to the table outside of convenience. And this year, what we've seen is almost sort of that next steps change in terms of beyond volume uh, which has increased massively um, a almost a brand loyalty, so to speak, to various e-commerce businesses. It's interesting to highlight the change in habits among e-commerce consumers. Consumers are no longer solely shopping for discounts. They're choosing brands that reflect their personalities and also reflect their values. I think with that comes a different set of challenges too. Previously, there was the the sort of anonymity of the online seller, especially trading on a a big marketplace like Amazon. But now, independent online sellers, e-commerce have become brands in their own right. With that increase in brand comes a different level of expectation from a customer. With the surge in e-commerce set to continue, we asked Stephanie whether the increase in demand is actually going to become a challenge to e-commerce next year. So I think what's happening with e-commerce is very similar to the journey you have in a startup. 
in that you have that initial startup stage where it's all scrappy and you're creative and agile and innovative and you're constantly soliciting your customers to try and find the best possible fit to the market and um, and then you hit on a great thing and then that starts to scale up you start seeing success and you know your traction and then you get to this inflection point an inflection point which is what we call scale up scale up brings with it its own challenges um, the challenges are related to volume competition and complexity So you've got a a great product, uh, a great brand. You've done the work building up a lot of real loyal customers. You've got the great product. And the the way you get to the next level is you've got to reach more people. You've got to reach more customers. So you've got to be able to produce more volume if you reach those customers. You've got to address the issue of competition even more because if you've hit a successful sort of niche, then chances are you're going to have people copying you or other people coming into the market, especially if it's a durable market. If you've got no competitors, then you should be worried. So you've got to deal with your competitors. And then you've got additional complexity because if you're reaching more customers, then by that very nature, you're reaching more diverse customers, whether that's geographic, whether that's cultural in terms of their expectations of service, uh, whether that's pure language. So all of those things actually create, if you want to take it up to the next level, create its own set of uh, problem solving and challenges, which are very different from that pure scrappy innovation, constantly reinventing stage. Growth on its own is hard enough. And if you look at Big businesses like Zoom, who saw years worth of innovation happen in months, because of the increase in demand due to the COVID pandemic, e-commerce businesses are relatively small in comparison. So you can imagine the impact of this demand on them, as well as all of the compounding issues of 2021. The operational challenges, the supply chain challenges of 2021 have impacted every business, not just e-commerce. Never before have we seen procurement teams and supply chain be front page news, and now it is. We asked Stephanie just how long she thought this was going to continue into 2022. I think the way to answer that is the the faster you go, the more wobbly it gets, you know, the more the wheels might fall off. And and fundamentally, when you're in a new space, uh, not only are you going faster, but you still haven't finished building the car. So you're desperately trying to stay ahead of that speed. And when you're in a period of acceleration, uh, as we're seeing in e-commerce, some businesses aren't going to be able to keep up. So fundamentally, if you can scale nice and steady, that's actually a luxury. And, and it's um, you have a lower failure rate. If you're in an innovative space, you're, we're basically, it's the gold rush, you know, the equivalent of the gold rush. The people who get to market first have a certain advantage the people who get to market first with a scalable business model then replace those first ones who haven't sorted that bit out. And each arrival into that market is getting more things right. So wherever you are, whether you're the first one into that market or whether you're one of the late arrivals, you've got more and more things that you need to get right to reach your customers and to build that uh, recurring customer base. 
It's really interesting that the biggest challenge next year is going to be that there will be more challenges. Realistically, we don't know what the next challenge will be. If the key to success is agility, uh, e-commerce is ideally placed to seize those moments for growth. Will 2021 tell the story of the agile, smaller e-commerce business that was curious in terms of product and where to source it? We asked Stephanie who's getting it right now and what's the key to being successful in 2022? I think the questions that are being asked is less now about responsiveness and having the product that I need and being able to deliver it fast. It's about having the right product in the right circumstances and overall ecosystem for the people who are looking for them. I think it's too short to see who's pulling out ahead on that. I think there's interesting directions being taken in terms of uh, specializations or creative problem solving in terms of how different uh, brands are responding to the whole uh, scarcity issue. Some, some are using it as a plus saying, we haven't got many, so buy them now. <laughs> uh, you know, be unique, be different. And there's also an element of luck. I've heard of one business who literally their, their stock was on the last boat that got through the canal before it got blocked. And because of that, they had a killer year. That's luck. That's not, you know, that's not because you know, it could have been on the boat behind and they'd have had a terrible year. So I think there's, it's very difficult to see in terms of a sustained growth, to call it, on this year. One thing is certain... The challenges experienced in 2021 are going to persist into 2022. Opportunities will continue to present themselves too. The question for the e-commerce is how do you seize these opportunities to grow? To find out, you can download the six burning issues for e-commerce in 2022 directly from the Traybridge LinkedIn page. For more information on how to fund your e-commerce business, visit www.woodsfordtradebridge.com forward slash e-commerce. You can download the e-commerce here podcast from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. With special thanks to Stephanie Frakowiak and the team at Tradebridge, I'm Gareth Martin. And I'm Catherine Shepherd. Thank you for listening. <laughs>